Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I'm Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? Well, Patrick, let me uh, tell you, it is going fantastic. Fantastic. That's right. <laughs> How? What's so fucking funny already? Out nothing, the gate, laughing nothing. at me? Yeah, because I went. Yeah. Um. What's new, buddy? Oh, not a whole lot, you know, just living and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Keeping it going. Got the new year coming and yeah. the old year going. Ginron, you did your Spotify? We got us. Oh, yeah, yeah. That thing dropped. That thing came out. Yeah. Who's your top band? Uh, Box fan sound. Oh, no. Wait, isn't that the band from when Blink-182 broke up? No, uh-uh. I don't no. know. That that's Box- Angels and Airwaves, nah, right? that's Boxcar Racer is what I was oh, thinking okay. of. You're right. It was also. There's Angels. a lot of bands from when they broke up. There was. Plus 44. That uh-huh. was one of them. Yeah. Um, Black Eyed Peas, they are around when they broke up. Technically, but I don't think they were a result of anything that uh, Mark and Tom did. Well, you know, chaos. Thank you. Um, what have you been up to? Oh, a lot. I saw a cool commercial today. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is that what our podcast is now? Uh, it was relevant. What old shit you been up to? A commercial I saw two hours ago. What yeah, was it? It was relevant, though. Uh, well, for Happy Honda Days. Oh, of by course. the way, well, it is Happy Honda Day. By the way, Happy Honda Day. Happy Honda Day to you, to you too. Uh, thank you. Of course, we want to thank our sponsor, Honda, on today's episode. They got a thing where they're showing old toys oh. in the commercial. And then the one they showed today is like, uh, hey, remember when you got us for Christmas? Uh, and it was the four Ninja Turtles. Oh. And it was all the action figures, and they were all voiced by the original uh, actors. Characters like Rob Paulson and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, they were just uh, all the old Playmate toys running around. Uh, Honda minivan. Like a CRV or some mm-hmm. shit? There's a... by Right by my apartment... I was like, oh, that'll be fun to bring up to Patrick. Thank you. I'm glad you did. Right by my apartment, there's a uh, a karate studio, and they have like a... like a What do you call it? A uh, sandwich board out front that tells you about the karate studio, and it and just has... the ha- sandwiches at the karate studio? Well, you know what I'm talking about. It's not a sandwich. It's for uh-huh. the... It's a board for the karate. Kicking karate sauce. But on it, it has just a picture of like a Raphael toy from back in the day, and it's like karate studio, and then just a photo of... Ra- like a picture of Raphael. But not even like a yeah. doing a, it's like just the toy just standing and there. you can just tell that somebody was like I guess I got to make something karate on this and it's but they're separated ninjas. it's separated really far too so when you read it it just looks like it says car eight you know because there's like too much space between Kara and eight Ati and so it just looks like car eight Raphael what the fuck <laughs> is this um I'll tell you what I've been listening what what I've been doing. I've been watching this show called Rocco's Modern Life. Oh yeah, uh, it's on Nick's some shit, some Nick Tune show, and uh, now you like that show, right? Oh yeah, it's uh, one of my favorites growing up. It's great, right? I tried to rewatch it a couple years ago when YouTube first like uh, getting started getting all the fucking nineties yeah. shows, like, but it was always like it was on there, it, but it was always like a rip from a VHS tape, and so my experience was remembering Rocco's Modern Life is like ah, the animation sucks though; it all sucks. Now I'm watching it; it doesn't. It's fucking great. It looks crisp and clean and perfect. It looks like SpongeBob. But in I was just so used to watching shitty. Did they ever get that movie out or what? I don't remember. I remember there was some news that it was coming back. Maybe on they uh, dropped Hulu a trailer not too long ago. No shit. Yeah, I got to get into for the, the new Rocco movie because I liked it. It was really good. 
Oh, it was really fun. You're excited about this new fucking Transformers movie you can't talk st- shut up about? I'm excited about any Transformers. What is it, Bumblebee? Bumblebee. It's got a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, you said. Yeah, man. Have they not released it to like uh, reviews or anything? Is they that have. Why? No, oh, they, they have. have. And people are in no, on board. When something's bad, that's when they don't release it to reviews. I know, and that's they what I thought. an embargo on it. That's what I thought. It like gets fucking, 100% because nobody well, said anything I think Robin it. Hood was out for a week before any of the reviews came oh, out. Oh, boy. That movie does not look good. Yeah, who would have... Who would have thought that a Robin Hood movie would be such a shoot and a miss? Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, really miss their target. How long you had that one in the quiver? <laughs> I just thought of it. I was kind oh, of proud of it. Okay. Big um, moment. Thank you. Uh, God damn. Uh, well, hey, I want to tell you a fun thing I did today. You Explore the cities you live in. Yeah. Please. I went to, then the last day I've seen, I went to the top of the Eiffel, or the, not Eiffel, <laughs> well, boys, my nose bleeding. I went Wait. to the top of the Empire State Building. Never been up there before. Looked around. It was beautiful. Saw all the shit. Uh, I went to Times Square. Wandered around there with some people who've never been here. Now that place is a sack of shit. You know that. But when you take people who aren't from Pretty here. Fun. They're like, oh, cool. Look at the big ass light. Oh, that's the ball that drops. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Elmo's humping me. Exactly. Oh, it's so fun to give them the heads up. It's like, don't talk to anybody that's dressed like Elmo. Nobody's selling you Comedy Central tickets. Just fucking look, keep, look forward, you know. Look right. at the lights. Look at the lights. Um... And then I saw the Rockefeller Christmas tree uh, last night, too. So Straight lit. Wherever you live, if it, well, be it New York City or fucking uh, Boise, Idaho, or good old Des Moines, Iowa, go explore your city this time of year. Be nice to people. Throw things in buckets and give people your money and help the less fortunate and all that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. Celebrate with your friends and eat food that's good to you. Yeah. If you're nice, you get stuff for free. We should talk about that in the future. Yeah. Uh, well, what's if we take a quick break and bring in our fantastic guest? Let's do it. Goddamn. Today's show is sponsored by The Muppet Christmas Carol live reading and sing-along at Union Hall. Ooh, I've heard about this. Yeah, I've been talking about it quite a bit. I, I talk about it quite a bit in this episode, I'm assuming. Uh, this show is uh, Thursday, December 13th. So if you're listening to these episodes, it's this week. Uh, it's at 10 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Uh, fantastic venue. Uh, I mean, uh, if it's good enough for people to record their comedy specials at, it's good enough for us to do them up at Christmas Carol. Think people get married there? I guarantee you somebody's been married at Union that's Hall. So, that's so... Makes sense since it's a Union Hall. Yeah. Right? Uh, we got uh, Joe Firestone. We got Tom Takar. We got Shalewa Sharp. We got Carmen Lagala. We got Sam Evans. We got Nasser Khan. We got Sarah Kennedy. We got Tim Platt. We got Kathy Humes. We got Amy Rose Ranger and April Ranger. We got uh, Chris uh, Calgero. Oh. We got... And now I'm asking you right now on the show, Reem, would you be interested in portraying a character at the show? What matter of fact, I would. Do you know what character it's going to be? No. The ghost of Christmas yet to come. Well, just call me the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Get your tickets right now. You can go to Union Hall, New York, uh, UnionHallNY.com. Uh, $10 day of show, $8 advance. Um, we'd love to see you there. It's really going to be great. There's going to be snacks. So thank you so much. Uh, God bless us, everyone. No, that's that stupid. Let's get back to the episode. And we're back. Ooh. Oh. What a... What? What? Sorry. I what just the fuck? It. You can't, like, do that? Did you know Angie Tribeca's a real TV show? Yes! I did it. You thought you made that up? I thought you did. I thought it was just a bit <laughs> on our show. 
Then we would, uh, instead of saying, and we're back, All right. we'd say Angie Tribeca. All right. Well, I'm leaving and... this in because it's too good. <laughs> Angie Tribeca. Uh, what a good commercial. Uh-huh. It was a real good one. And we're back. Boy, your brain is so full of pot. I love Why, it. Why? Because I didn't know about a movie show called. You didn't and... know about a running bit that we've been doing this show for over a year? Yeah. Um, Speaking of uh, fantastic, I don't know, women-driven comedy, uh, we have a great guest today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We do. Uh, now, she's a fantastic stand-up comedian. Uh, you guys have seen her at the Big Sky Comedy Festival in Mon- Montana. Uh, she also hosts a wonderful, or co-hosts at least, I don't know, there's a team going on there, a wonderful podcast called Hold On One Second. We're talking about Britney Spears, which is on Branded Sports Network, uh, and... She's the uh, host or co-host, I don't know, it's the 90s, we're all doing stuff with teams now, uh, of our talk show on IGTV. Ladies and gentlemen, please go crazy for our friend, Ashley Hamilton. Hi, guys. Hey. Wild. <laughs> what do you hey, think? Hey. What do you think of that applause, huh? That was pretty, pretty big applause. Doesn't it make you feel the, good? There's only two people in this room and you guys lit it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We really do the work, you know? Well, I think the sign is what helps. Yeah, we have a big sign. This is applause. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. It helps remind you guys to like when you say applause, then you remember like, yes, I will right now. <laughs> you remember, it reminds us to go to Spotify and push the button on the thing that says applause. Uh, it's better than when people say, hey, put it together for. I hate the way like, I say What are we supposed shit? to put together? Legos? Yeah. Yeah. I say, I fucking always say. Uh, Make a spaceship real fast <laughs> for your next comedian. <laughs> Whenever I'm hosting, I always say, lose your fucking minds. And that just sounds stupid as shit. But yeah. it's like I can't break the I know, habit. Because I stole it from you. So many times comedians will be like, yeah, lose your fucking minds. And I'm like, ah, what am I doing with I my life? I say stuff like that. I don't even know. Because otherwise I like, because I need to get myself hyped up to make them hyped up to yes. care about the comedian. Because like, I'm like, I'm too tired anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hosting is an art. There's a part of it. But sometimes yeah. the things we say when we're trying to do it sounds dumb as fuck. Uh, I only ever watch comedians on stage when they're at my open mic. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just watch Comedy Central all the time. Oh, I'm just saying, from the like, 90s? for the hype. What are you talking about? For putting it into the room, the hype. Oh, that's the only yeah. time you're really trying to amp it all up. Uh-huh. I got you. Yeah. yeah, who gives a shit on? Well, these I think other you fuckers? should because, well, this is probably too inside comedy stuff. I but love I it. hate when people are hosting a thing and like they like they're like none of us want to be here. We all yeah. hate this. Oh. Blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, well then stop running this fucking room like you no one's making you that do is it 100 like it's nice that you do host this thing but like if you could just not if you're gonna be a fucking nightmare the whole time like we as like attendees can be like uh open mics are stupid but like you as the host are supposed to be like bringing a positive thing otherwise the whole place sucks yes. yeah 100 percent. that is uh there are too many of those that is fucking gospel but it feeds into it feeds into the yeah the Last next person's up because you're yeah. gonna read off of the room anyways. If the my the host was up there saying, "Oh, you're yeah. gonna suck," yeah. the next person's gonna walk up there and be like, "Eh, it sucks, right?" And then I feel like it fosters just like a whole level of shit, like new comedians thinking that it's like so uncool to that, do that's a good what job you do. hosting. Yes, and then it's like that's how I learned how to host by hosting open mics. And like, yeah. I used to host so many open mics when I lived in L.A. And then when Los I host Angeles, shows, California, yeah, you oh, know, uh, L.A. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, but I was like, a, I hosted a lot of mics there, and so I haven't hosted any here yeah. permanently like i've guest hosted stuff and but whenever i host shows i feel like i know how to do that and how to do a good job and like put energy into yeah. a room because i hosted mics for so long and i learned how to host yeah. yeah it's a different thing than doing comedy and it's so important and the the thing about especially in a city like la and i agree i hosted a mic for a long time here that and that's 
I learned how to do good comedy by hosting an open mic in New York for 18 months. Uh, and the thing that sucks about it is when you see a shitty host and you see a bad host, uh, not just all the things you said. It kills the yeah. room. It builds. It fosters bad uh, manners and bad uh, uh, abilities for younger comics. Also, and habits. at any moment, there are probably four or five really good people who would benefit a lot out of hosting that room at yeah. that time. So you could just, at any point, nobody's forcing you to run a thing. Uh, it's so, it's such a goddamn bummer. And the energy always starts at the top. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's so bad when shit, uh, okay. Uh, that was fun. I really love that moment of the podcast. I want to ask you this real quick, Ashley, though. Where the fuck are you from? Who are you? <laughs> What's oh, up? Oh, hi. Um, I'm from outside Chicago. Illinois? Brook, Illinois. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, uh, 30, about 30 minutes north of Chicago. Is that Rockford? Um, Rockport? Oh, my God. Rockford like is that? like 100 years north of Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rockford know. is in like the north, I want to say like northwest suburbs. Okay. But that could be wrong. Sure. Are you but, close enough that like when you, you could just be in Chicago when you needed to be? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like okay. I'm I'm like from like the dad's commute to Chicago. Okay. For okay. The most yeah, part. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's like there's like a train that goes like from the middle of my town like right into Union Station. Cool. And was it a big, was it like a big, uh, it's like a what is it called? What's it called? Cold sacks and stuff like that. Suburb. Suburb. That's the word. I'm trying to... <laughs> I swear to God, my fucking brain is leaking out of these goddamn ears. Yeah, uh, you guys. Gonna... You got those earbuds in there. You're to plug to... that brain in. You're gonna have to carry this one here, Reem, and that ain't good. Uh, <laughs> was like it a, a suburb? Big suburb? Little suburb? I would or... say pretty medium size. You know where you've seen it. Speaking of a nostalgia pod, I don't Ooh. know if you've heard of John Hughes. Uh-oh. Oh yeah. But he went to my high school and took a lot of Northbrook, Illinois, inspo with him on the road. So sure. so. Uh, Northbrook is uh, the inspiration for Sherwin, Illinois. Shermer, Illinois. Shermer, that's what I said. Yeah, so Shermer Road is the road that goes through the middle of Northbrook. Is that why you wanted to be in showbiz? That's where I learned about showbiz. You're like, like, if John can do it. If Hughes can do it and die young, I can do it and die (laughs) young. Yeah, that's, oh, that's fucking rad. Yeah, the high school where um, Ferris Bueller picks up Sloan, Mm -hmm. like the steps, um, that is my actual high school, but a lot of the interior is not my oh, high shit, school. Oh, shit. That's rad. And um, the Safe Ferris Water Tower is the Northbrook, Illinois Water Tower. That's awesome. And um, there's like a handful of other little ones. It's yeah. like none of the houses in Ferris Bueller, those were like fancy Highland Park houses. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was like some good, uh, like all that shit from like that era like mm-hmm. risky business is highland park sure, which is like yeah, right yeah, next yeah, yeah. to northbrook and then, and then, like, then uh, what, what's the other one breakfast club is that over there think, probably too yeah and... breakfast club is over there yeah. um that was filmed at like another high school not mine yeah but it was like in the area um home alone is like wheeling or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah it's like right around there i think i've seen the home alone house in uh, real life uncle buck yeah uncle buck's probably uncle right buck's over there around yeah. there like yeah. all those that's like all now and also mean girls What's, oh, Mean Girls. Yeah. I thought you said Mingles. And I mean was girls. like, what is this 80s movie I missed called Mingles? Yeah, Mean Girls. Um, that's... Yeah, Mean Girls, North Shore High School. I'm from like the suburb region that I'm from. Like the uh, group of suburbs is the North Shore of Chicago. That's suburbs. crazy. I like, I have friends. Is that now, is that a rich part or is that like a medium income part or is that a poor part? Um, My town was like super mixed. Okay. Um, but then if you go like Highland Park is like rich. Yeah. I think I then like I think my wife's best friend is from Highland Park. I yeah, that's that. fancy. And it was one of those things where we met in co- like I met her in college when you're all just at a fucking Iowa State University and nobody knows shit. Yeah. yeah. And then we went to the, her place once and we're like, what the like her everything yeah. is 
her house has banisters and fucking like a spiral staircase. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like in the middle, the ones that have the spiral like, staircase. You like, walk in and yeah, you yeah, yeah, go yeah, up yeah. and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. I used to yeah. babysit in houses like that. And oh. I would just like you ever walk steal? up and down the That's staircases. What I, do. I, just be, I, I just, never stole. I, I just I'd let them severely down. overpay me for watching oh, their, sure, yeah, like yeah. watching TV and eating their snacks while their oh. kids slept. Like I love babysitting like little kids. Yeah. Because you would get there at like six o'clock because the parents would be going out for dinner. Yeah. You put the kid to bed at seven and the parents would come home at like midnight. Sure. And I would just spend like four hours eating <laughs> like snacks and watching TV and then they would pay me so much money because they were just like rich idiots. Yeah, dipshit. What's some oh, of your uh, go-to snacks in when you're uh, stealing? Yeah, uh, Wolfenstein. Um, I mean, ideally they have cookies of some kind. The What's problem your is... Tell me about a cookie. Okay, well, I mean, I'm... And this doesn't have to be Partial to a chocolate chip. Yeah. Like a good chocolate chip, like a soft. Like I'm not really that into Tate's, but I will eat a Tate's cookie yeah, for those of you guys who know. Me. Like yeah. a lot of people are weirdly into Tate's and I just think it's like a very like, it's too crispy. Mm-hmm. I like what it. I, I want. like it. the Tate's cookies. Tate's are the, they're in a it's green like bag and they're kind of at the top. You open them up and they're crunchy. Okay. At yeah. the bodegas. They yeah. have right. them. Yeah. Not a fan. It's an East Coasty thing. I think more. At least that's how I, I never fucked I'd them never until I had I them here. before I got here. here. Yeah. But now they're everywhere. But I love, I love a soft Cookie. I love a uh, soft batch. What? Yeah, the chewy. Um, oh uh, chip yeah, ahoy, chips ahoy. I like taking those fuckers, put them on a plate, put them in the microwave for about twenty five seconds. So that oh, the, that's a great idea. So they get really hot. The the chocolate mm-hmm. gets hot, and the, oh, it's like you really cooked a thing. You ever so, accidentally yeah. microwave it for too long? Yeah, and then your fucking microwave is fucked. Yeah, the whole house smells bad for a couple hours. For one burnt cookie. What a nightmare. Yeah, and then you still eat them because they're goddamn cookies. You know, you put them in milk and just eat, it's new. It's cereal now. It's like, what you know? am I gonna do? You know? It's yeah. Like ah, it's a brownie now. Yeah. Uh, so okay, yeah. so cook, so a chocolate chip. Um, yeah, I love any uh, other cookies. You go, a go-to. Cookie? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about an Oreo. <laughs> yeah, Oreos are great. Uh-huh. I would. That's never, still my go-to cookie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would never eschew an Oreo if how it was in it? front of me. I'm sure we've talked about this on the show. How do you, Reem? How do you eat an Oreo? What's your What's your plot? Oh, all at once. All at once. Or, well, I mean, you just uh, put it in it. dry. Yeah. No milk. You don't bring milk into it. I don't no, bring typically. milk into it either. Are I you just, kidding me? But I twist it in half and I eat the side with less cream first than the side with more cream. Is, did you get pissed when you were a kid and you saw those commercials and they twist it and it was always on one or the other and it was like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was like in real life, that's not, it's it's like Hollywood. In real life, that's not how it works. It's yeah. there's a little bit of shit on one side. There's a little bit of shit on one mm-hmm. side. It's all uh, a sham. But it's, it's surprising to me that you like a soft chocolate chip cookie, but you don't dip your Oreos in milk. Um. I mean, maybe that's just how it is. <laughs> I guess I'm blown away by it. I find them to be just like very different yeah. things. Sure. Yeah. I put them all in the same bucket, the, the cookie bucket, you know? The cookie yeah. bucket. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, we should get a cookie bucket. We should get a cookie. <laughs> that should you guys should have a cookie bucket hey, on this podcast. Hey, NFers, send in. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, is in a, are you still, when you were a kid, if we were all into that stuff, have you grown, as you've gotten older, have you, have your taste switched to different sweets that you like? You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like my tastes i've definitely broadened my taste okay. like i used to be a really picky eater and yeah. now i feel like i eat much more adventurous foods okay but i would say like in terms of sweets especially like i still prefer like a baked good to a candy but then there's yeah. like there times is. when it's like if there's candy i'm not gonna like not eat candy because sure. i have a really bad sweet tooth and i'll just i like all sweets for yeah. the most part you know i have i've never been i've always been more of a uh flu, like a fruity candy guy so like I'll always mm-hmm. take a gummy bear over a candy over a Snickers mm-hmm. always. Uh, Interesting, but Not me. I do love baking. You, get, you put some peanuts into something. Though. I feel no, like gummies are the one thing that I do get like a lot more specific about. You know, like yeah. there's it's like there's a lot of ways a gummy could go wrong. Exactly, and a you lot of brands. For a worm or a bear? Ooh, good question. Mm-hmm. Worm or a bear? 
Gummy worm, gummy bear. Oh, um, again, I just feel like there's a lot of ways it could go wrong. Like sure. a good gummy bear is like fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But gummy bears just like are always a little bit stale. Yeah. But it, when when you find ones that aren't, you're just like, what the fuck is this? Is incredible. You ever get those? They're always stuck to each other. Like the red cinnamon are very much like this. The red cinnamon bears. Oh, I love those. They're good, but when you bite them, it's like a clean bite. Yeah. But then yeah. regular gummy bears, you bite. It's a good. It's a gooey thing. It's a whole different thing. I always bite their heads off. The red. Mm-hmm. I do like a guys. cinnamon bear. Yeah. yeah. Cinnamon bears yeah, are good. That's a good one. Uh, you ever have these things called Boston baked beans? No. I don't know. It's a thing my dad used to only I've get from the them. farm store. Yeah. It was, they're like, um, I don't know what they are. Those are weird things that little, like little you go to Casey's and it'll be like two for a dollar. Yeah. You can get some Boston baked beans and circus peanuts. Sure. Are you? Okay. Wait. So if you're from, trolley O's. If you're from Illinois. You fuck with the Midwest a lot? What did do you, you mean? Did you have family out? Did you leave outside the cities ever? Do you ever get to a, like a, sometimes you go to a Michigan for whatever reason, you go to uh, Western Illinois for a family visit or something? I've or? been to a lot of parts of the Midwest, but okay. like all my family was like really concentrated oh, and like, cause like my dad was from like right by where I grew up and mm-hmm. then my grandparents lived there and then my cousins lived like, um, two towns over in like Riverwoods sure. and then like we were all just like in that little and then family that like wasn't within like a 20 minute drive was in like Boston. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you did. Yeah, so, so everybody think it's pretty crazy that you wound up in, uh, LA and New York then? Um, New York, not as crazy. LA was like a bit of a... What was that? How'd that work? What was that trajectory well, there? So I was from Chicago hold on, and actually, then... I'm going to hold on okay. that question for a second. I forget how we do this podcast sometimes. You got brothers and sisters. You What's going oh, yeah. on when you're a little kid growing up? Um, I have a younger brother. Okay. He is like three and a half years younger than me. Okay. And were you the yeah. mean older sister or did you guys get along well? No, we... Uh, or did he... Was he bullying your ass? No, I beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, teach that fucker a lesson. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. I'm the boss and you're just a little guy. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, and then you guys grew up in the there and did you... So, would you have been in high school at the same time then? Um, no, because the way that we were like different, so we were like four grades apart. So like when I was a freshman in college, he was a freshman in high school. I gotcha. Okay. 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 Cool. Um, and so then you, you grow up, uh, you do sports stuff like that. You're a sports kid. You're a theater kid. You're just watching those John Hughes movies, making plans, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I like kind of just bopped around between a lot of different things and I never had like an identity activity. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I feel like I like did track and field a little bit and I did- in track and field, you run or what? Like, what did you run? Um, I just did like whatever. I I feel like I just go out for the team and do what yeah. they need you. Whatever, yeah, whatever they <laughs> put you. Okay, you just... like I did that for like t- I didn't do it for all four years because then like you know what I mean. Like once you yeah. start getting to like the higher grades, oh, totally. Then everyone's like, yeah. Then you have to be like good at stuff. That's and when I, like, I, then you I'm have just, to do it during the summer. I'm just yeah. here to hang. <laughs> yeah, that's when I got out of football. Was when they made me be the same position all the time. I was yeah. like, uh-uh. no, I was gonna try to be running back today, and they're like, nah, you're <laughs> you're a big fat fucking lineman, and I'm like, all right, I'm out, guys. I'll yeah, and then you're like training for shit, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we like hang out after. After school and like jog around a little. Exactly. <laughs> I did this, this isn't fun. I did this for a free shirt that said Dribble X on it, even though it's just a large. You know, I thought that'd be funny. Uh, yeah. I went out for uh, tennis for the free shirt. Did you really? Yeah. I can't see your dumbass out there playing tennis at all. Oh, I made it like a week and a half, and my nickname was Big Mac because uh, <laughs> I you kept eating Big Macs. No, I you just like ate Big Macs well, instead of playing tennis. Well, you know, it was during the home run race, so Mark McGuire sure, yeah. was a big guy. And wow, I, that was big. I yeah. hit a lot of home runs, which with the you don't do, balls. which that's you shouldn't do in yeah, tennis. Yeah, that's not part of it. But I couldn't figure out how to hit yeah. a tennis ball. Every that's time funny. I did, it was... Oh, right out, out of the there. Park. Yeah. That's hilarious. 
Uh, okay, so what, what? how would you describe your uh, growing up, your high school, middle school, all stuff like that? Just a floater, um, just kind of doing it yeah. all? Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of a floater. I was pretty shy, but I had like a very core group. Cool. But they all had like, I feel like we were all part of different activities, but then I would just like hang out with my like, like I'm still close with a lot of them today. Yeah. Like, Did you start with them like in elementary school and get the same group or is it like yeah, one of those towns where- Yeah, it was pretty where like middle school you, on. Do you like switch- because, like, it was in my town, I grew up in a really small town. So, like, the people, literally, the kid I sat next to on kindergarten, the first day of mm-hmm. kindergarten, is the girl I sat next to the day we graduated high school. Because it's like that. But in your yeah. town, did you. What was her name? When you leave? Haley? Je- Jennifer Hopp. Uh, Jennifer Hopp? Yep, That's yep. nice. Is uh, that the name of the uh, Zootopia? I mean, I don't think so. It oh. could be. Maybe. I, I'll call Jennifer. We'll find out. Okay. Uh, but like, so like when you guys were all middle school kids, did you guys all go to the same high school or did everybody shoot off to different areas? I guess well, my asking. school was the one that was weird okay. because we were right on the border of Northbrook and Glenview. And okay. so my elementary school, um, we all went together to the same middle school. And yeah. at middle school, it was the combination of two elementary schools. So, oh, okay. um, and then, so it was like because we were like in this weird border space. Mm-hmm. So my middle school was a Northbrook Elementary School and a Glenview Elementary School combined. So then for high school, Northbrook and Glenview split back again. So Whoa. the Glenview kids went to Glenbrook South and the Northbrook kids went to Glenbrook North. But all the other high school, like, and it was a combination of yeah. more middle schools. Yeah. But like my middle school got split in half. Oh, wow. That's super weird. Yeah. Because my, my wife had a situation like that because she grew up in a bigger city where elementary school was with one group of kids and then yeah. the middle school was a totally different group of kids That's and weird. maybe one or two you know and then the high school was a totally different group of kids so like there was like like Is that what 50 like? i moved too much yeah, you were, in between districts oh. out so. there jack carowacking it around you know yeah man as far pretty much uh so there was like 60 kids that sure. were like the same ones that i went that's rad. Was with the whole time, but then it, like more got added on the whole time, okay. you know. And so, yeah, and you said you're still close with all those, all that, all your friends from that, like the five of them. Sure, that I was <laughs> that's exactly how I am. Yeah, yeah, like my best friends, all of my friends that aren't comedy related, I've right. been best friends with since I was a little baby. You know. Yeah, I just I spent like, Thanksgiving with my buddy Nick in in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. One of my friends who I'm like still friends with from high school is getting married over the holidays. Well, congratulations, so, like, everybody! We're like all going to that, and it'll be fun. Yeah. Like the whole crew back in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. right on. Uh, okay, so then you're growing up. What was your shit? Like, what was your? Uh, what were you into? Like TV shows, movies? Because we don't. Oh, also, yeah. we don't know how old you are. Uh, at oh. some point, we might take a guess on what year you graduated high school. So just okay. let you know that your context <laughs> clues will, will feel will feed Feeling the guessing it out. game. Yeah. Cool. Um, but like, I'm so what, what kind of shit what were you into? I like loved because I was just like always. I've always been like very interested in like lots of things. Like I've never had like a genre of music. Sure. I've always just had like favorite bands, but like cool. not like they always are opposites you know what i right. mean so you might you know. might love uh like a fucking slipknot song and then all of a sudden you love uh, an nsync song or something like that yeah maybe. but probably not slipknot right those fuckers i mean probably not slipknot no. what, no, what's <laughs> it, who you was do? your first band then, yeah what was the first kid that, that you got like... into yourself i mean probably like britney spears or something yeah, i was gonna like ask that, about that I like... the podcast <laughs> yeah i figured you didn't hate that lady you know <laughs> oh how could anyone yeah uh, so wait, so you got into Britney. i uh, i were you did you because I, I don't know and i never have i've had people like that but Britney's been so active consistently since we were of those ages. Have you always been on board? Or at some point did you like drop out and then come back later? I feel like I well, I, I was not like really much of a fangirl growing up. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been like, I guess like super diehard about most things mm-hmm. until I got like older. 
And then I was like, these are the things that I'm obsessed with. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. So like, this is the identity I have. Let's. I get always it. like liked Britney, but mm-hmm. then now doing the podcast, I'll go back to some of her like middle albums, and yeah. those I'm not as familiar with uh-huh. as I was with like her first and her most recent album. And it's probably also just because your personal, because since you didn't get in then, yeah. you don't have. The, I have that with some bands. Um. And also because I feel like, well, I guess we're not doing exact ages, but I feel like I'm sure. from like a weird time when like the way that everything that you like is like very accessible to you right now. Like I'm mm-hmm. still from a time where like when I was like when I was in college, I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of the TV shows that I like, I feel like I didn't really watch TV in college because mm-hmm. like we had like laptops and stuff. But exactly. I didn't really get yeah. how streaming and all that stuff worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was no like Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't really like comp. There was just like things like four years where I just like wasn't really yeah. consuming that much pop culture. Sure. And also you're doing that's literally like the highlight of your going out, meeting people and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Plus learning from a school and stuff. I feel that way too where there's like there's television shows still that I never even and a lot of times it's stuff it's more pop culture stuff like Jersey Shore. I was so busy doing other things at that time that I just totally missed that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, whereas, and you're never gonna go back. No, to Jersey no, no. Shore. Whereas things like uh, uh, Scrubs, which was a different kind of a thing, I could take that in later on, and I right, was like, because okay, it's syndicated and it's ex- on thirty six diff- hours a day. Exactly, <laughs> and exactly. So like, where? So like, I totally feel like I, ca- I get, I grabbed that part of mid two thousands nostalgia. Right. But like Jersey Shore, I totally fucking missed all that. You know? Yeah. There's just like a lot of stuff that I feel like. During that time, I just was like, like I'm like really glad that I didn't have like Netflix and all that shit when I was yeah. in college. Can you imagine like how We've much had, I wouldn't have gone out? It's so <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy because I remember. So like, uh, do you got a guess for gra- graduation year yet? Uh oh, I want to get it out of the way because I want to find out how to, so we can have a better conversation. Oh nine, I'm gonna say oh seven. High school, high school. Wow, spot on. Oh nine. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so that. It, it's a fun game, but sometimes it's like, well, I just rather. Care. I haven't gotten it right in a while. No, not at all. Because <laughs> uh, I, so, oh, nine. Yeah, I was in college in 06, oh, no, 07, and YouTube was blow, starting. But yeah. YouTube back then was still where it was like five minute videos and stuff like that. Yeah. So then when I, I was done with college and I started. I remember watching, uh, first thing I watched over a long period of time on uh, YouTube was uh, Dane Cook. Oh, like a day <laughs> cook, like a special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one when he's in the round. Oh yeah, goddamn yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember watching uh, on YouTube when they started putting they started putting Boy Meets World episodes up, and that was something Whoa. I fucking loved when I was a kid. But it was like literally like we always talk about. It was so bad. The edit, the quality was bad. Yes. The sound was bad. That's how I saw Freaks and Geeks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but could you imagine? Like I think about that all the time now. Like, and I I used to, I was trying to do a joke about it for a while about how like my wife and I don't have kids, and I think the reason we don't have kids is because every night. I can, I have on uh, uh, Netflix or Hulu, I can watch Animaniacs, the shit I loved when I was a kid, yeah. every night, and so I can be a kid forever, I don't need kids, whereas <laughs> if my dad could have just watched H.R. Puffin stuff or some fucking <laughs> shit, I wouldn't be here. Like, if in the 80s, streaming happened, there was just, be, like, anything better to do, they wouldn't be, have had kids. Yeah, they'd be watching Hogan's Heroes, and none of us would be alive, you it know? It was, like, truly just so boring to, yeah. like, you, like, get off work, and it's like, what do we do now? I guess we should have, like, kids so that we have, like, someone to play with at home. Well, exactly. <laughs> at least they had cable. Yeah, it's, yeah, once cable started popping out, at least that... Um, okay, so yeah, so two, okay, so that makes sense. Uh, 
So when you know, I'm, I'm interested in once you get from Illinois, what makes you go to? Did you go to college in the Midwest in Illinois or? I Midwest? went to Syracuse out here. Oh really? So yeah. You fucking popped down here. Okay. Yeah. You got a, you got a whole uh, trajectory. Really zigzags around yeah, yeah, the yeah. country. Go orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now are, are there? And maybe I'm wrong, but isn't there other comedians here that went to Syracuse? Yeah, most of them I don't know, you don't know or I, I know. Now. now, yeah, like Sam Ruddy. That's what I thought. Yeah, I like think that we met because we do have like friends in common, and we were both in this like sketch group that I was like really just like vaguely and like I helped out with. Stuff. You understand how that sounds, right? You're like, I think we might have met. I mean, we were in a sketch group together. <laughs> no, but I don't know if we were in it at the same, at the same time. time. Is what I'm you. saying. Yeah, yeah. What, was the, would, what was the name of the sketch group? Ooh, good um, question. Humor whore. Uh oh. Like I was never really in it. I like yeah. went to like two meetings and I would like help out on some videos, but I was just friends with the people who sure. were like hardcore doing it and so like were you wanting comedy then was as how long has comedy been a thing to you then okay so here's the thing is i didn't get that you could just do comedy sure and so i was like i was like i'll go to college and i'll study film and then i can be yeah i can work at a tv network and like be around sitcoms oh yeah (laughs) and then i was like i was like i'll like be in the planning side and Mm -hmm. like business analytics and like sitcoms (laughs) you know what's really funny I, I, I haven't never thought of it like that, but that's kind of what I was doing because I was studying marketing yeah. because by studying marketing, I thought I could be, I could make commercials and by making commercials, I could make comedy on TV in a way that I could do it. You know, I could make yeah. a funny oh, commercial. Oh, commercials. Exactly. But because like, I didn't think you could just go make, I didn't think I could just go make funny television or right. funny right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind I didn't think I thing. could go make anything. So, you find so like I was a, like, I was you, like, oh, I'll be like the, like, like in Seinfeld when like Jerry and um George are like pitching a TV show, yeah, I was yeah, like, well, yeah. I could be the person in the room that they're pitching a TV show too, and I would, <laughs> yeah. and then I would be friends with all these people who make comedy. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then I was like, or not even be friends with them, but I was like, I would be You'd like, I'd be working on comedy sort yeah. of by like being the person that like has to like greenlight scripts. Sure. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I went to Syracuse and I majored in television and film, and then I like moved out to LA and I was like gonna work in like the studio system and then i was like well that sucks yeah <laughs> when it becomes bureaucracy and just fucking like yeah. an office job and shit i like found out about like this whole world of like assistant culture in hollywood yeah, which yeah. is like fucking tragic and sure. like what's what uh, that's just being an assistant right and like making yeah nothing? but no but it's more than that like you have to basically to be an assistant at a network you have to have experience as an assistant at like usually an agency and like to get those it's like Harvard educated like people like being treated like they're idiots. Trash. Like yeah. it's not like and sometimes it's like it's like, people... a, it's like a hazing. Like it's not just like being an assistant and like making dirt. It's like they want you to know that you're worthless. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's really it's not a job. It's like an, a mental Test. like fuck. <laughs> and, and am I wrong? A lot of times the people put it, like if you were the the assistant, or the person putting you through that. Is a person who maybe a year and a half ago was in your position. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a lot of just retaliation at people uh-huh. who have no reason because that's how you get a lot of that in construction. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's like a yeah. weirdly, it's like a very um like ladder system mm-hmm. type thing. But like, it's like also weirdly about like finding the right place for you. So like you have to get into the mailroom, and then from the mailroom you get put on a desk, and from the desk you become like a department coordinator where you're wow. just like slightly above an assistant. And then from there you can become an agent or you can like move over to the studio system or like something, but it's all just like a long process of you just like 
being a piece of shit for like yeah. a long time. Well, it's probably, I mean, and what? then getting a job that isn't even what I want. Yeah. yeah I <laughs> but mean, it's something it's you like worked so hard on... for that you're like, yeah, uh, this is what I guess I needed. Yeah. It's like, well, plus it's got like uh, decades of this environment, this workplace environment built in. Yeah. Too, right. Where people, the people love all, it. It's very yeah. fraternity like. Yeah. And, like, and people have come from all over to try and do this. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, everybody wants to be a part of. So, like, even getting those jobs where you're treated yeah. like a piece of shit is very competitive. Yeah. And so it's really nonsense. Yeah. People like, fighting stupid. other people to be treated like shit. And yeah. everyone could just be nice, but they're not. <laughs> so then, so you get out there to Los Angeles, California, and then. How long till you were like, oh, this sucks? Did you were you in that system? Were you working on that way? I had a lot of interviews and I was like there for a, around there for a while. But like again, it's like hard to even get one of those yeah. jobs. And so I was like interviewing at a lot of those companies. And then I got a job working for this guy who had like an indie company, and he turned out to be like a full on sociopath. Uh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Um, I started working at an ad agency as like a receptionist. Oh, cool. Um, for a little bit. I also like graduated college when I was twenty. And so this was when oh, I was shit. like twenty one. So I was like so really young and so I was just like, Oh, I'm just like bobbing around. This is how whatever. Did, how did that work? Were you did you graduate college faster or you did you just yeah. go into college younger? I yeah. was like kind of young that's and then happened. I also graduated in three years. That's what I'm wondering. Three years. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that seems crazy. And so then I was like just bobbing around for a year and I was like working with this like this like shitty company and then I worked at um an ad agency and then I got a job in um, PR and I was doing music PR Puerto for a Rico? while. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto she had Rico. To move down to San Juan. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like a music publicist for like almost two years. And then I got a job at Hasbro Studios. So like oh, red. the um, production company that does like My Little Pony and like Transformers, Transformers. and like yeah, yeah. Stretch Armstrong and Look like at, that's all what that we, shit. <laughs> Ashley, that's actually what we brought you here today. Reem would like to know if you could help him get into the next uh, Transformers movie. Uh, In the movie? Uh, you know, just like, no, no, no. I mean like tickets into the theater, you know? Can you pull some strings and get him like a... <laughs> yeah, I could get you movie tickets. <laughs> yeah, just get into like a $17 AMC or something. Hell yeah. Uh, I, could, I could get you The that. new one's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes at the time of this recording. Well, we'll see. How many reviews? Like ten. Whoa! But still, yeah, it's very, it's very That's confusing. Like shocking, considering every single movie they've ever put out has been garbage, and all of a sudden now yeah. this one's. Uh, I mean, That's sorry the thing is, though, they're not sense. like trying to make them. No, good, really. no, exactly. Until well, that's the thing is, they are now. Like when I was there, they yeah. like were like really revamping the like live action department, yeah. and they're like trying to not make well, shitty movies. Michael <laughs> Bay, responsible for Michael your fucking Bay movie is, an ar- is a film artur, though. I don't. know. I agree with that. Really? No. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah. <laughs> He, I well, he has he, his own style. Nobody else has. Yeah, but I mean, every fucking uh, you know, Hitler had a style. It doesn't mean it's a thing we should uh, brag celebrate. about, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the okay. Rock's a great movie. So you're in Hasbro, and mm-hmm. then I have a question: Did you ever deal with the fucking toy aspect, or was it always the film aspect? Did well, anybody ever? Because I, I, this is how I did you greenlight Battleship? Yeah, <laughs> like this is what I assume is like they take you into a room and they're like, "Here's the shit," and you're looking at like troll dolls and fucking rock em sock em robots, and you're like, Ugh, "We could make a movie about that," you know? <laughs> well, I didn't even work in film. I worked on the TV stuff, like the okay. animated TV shows. Oh, like, that's I was way in easier. Yeah, post production, and so like I wasn't even I wasn't a part of like the idea process of anything. I was just like doing um like international dubbing for. <laughs> Um, cartoons. What? So, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> so did you get to lay down Takes any tracks village. or are you just lining No, I was up? just like part of like lining it up and like working with the deals for like international distribution and then yeah. like dealing with like the physical files and like getting them to like Netflix Germany. That's why, so you were talking about, uh, was that considered PR then when you were there? Or no, was that so that, one? the previous one okay. was music PR. So I That's was true, doing okay. like tour PR for yeah. bands 
And then I was doing Hasbro. Okay. And that was a completely di- – I just, like, had no jobs that really – like, my last my last job and my current job are the only time I've had two jobs in a row where it's, like, the same yeah. job. But as a, I feel like <laughs> – It around. I might be completely wrong, but I feel like as a, as a stand-up comedian, and that, I'm sure that comes in at some point, having interesting weird shit like that is probably super helpful because you pull yeah. from all that stuff. Because um, the, the job I have now, which is a temp job, but we the th- cause a lot of the shit I do is super weird, but it's a lot of like putting stuff in places. So like <laughs> what? It, yeah, uh, 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 rain check. That's uh, what I do at work. Uh, I, I what I do is this is weird. This happened the other day. There was a vase, okay. and I had this vase and it's on my shelf. And now I have a relationship with this vase. When it got to our when it got to us two years ago or whatever, I opened the original box, I inventoried it, I put it on the shelf. I've sent it to people over the years. This vase goes everywhere. Well, the other day, uh, uh, a big morning TV show. Uh, wants to have a lot of stuff that's coming out for a holiday season. Okay. So they're like, we want this vase. So I send this vase to them. And then I'm sitting in my office. And then all of a sudden that TV show's on TV. And I see my vase on TV. And I had this whole feeling where I'm like, me and that vase. It, it was like when a friend does like Conan. I was like, <laughs> I have such a relationship with that vase. And then everybody else that I work with who's like, I'm the lowest of the rung. I'm a temp there. They're like, they had to fight tooth and nail to get them to see a picture of that vase. And so this vase is on TV. And everybody's like, yeah, wait a and it's oh like that thing. It's like the That's weird stuff you're saying, sending stuff to make sure that the yeah. movies get dubbed. I get how that becomes like an important thing to you, yeah. and how it's like a fr- like it's a like dubstep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a very important dubstep. I feel like I learned a lot about like identifying languages. Like I don't speak any languages besides English, but, but if I hear, hear languages, I like know what they are. You're like you're <laughs> like. Hold on, could you please say uh, monster truck in that? Like? <laughs> <laughs> could you please say Decepticon destroyed the base? Like uh, I know which sounds are like Filipino and yeah. which sounds are like Thai. Like oh, I can wow. like tell the difference between a lot of like I know. The differences between like, um, like Brazilian Portuguese and like Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know See, what? I love uh, listening to the opening credits to a lot of those TV shows. Yeah, where yeah. you can get all the different uh, versions of it after you've spent your entire life. Like, oh listening yeah. to like the Ducktales theme song, oh, and then you yeah. hear it in like yeah, uh, yeah. Japanese yeah. or Finnish. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. And it's uh, just gibberish, but it's to the beat that you know. Totally. Yeah. So you're. Yeah. You can get into it. When you were okay, so at some point during this, and this, we yeah. this isn't we don't ha- this isn't uh-huh. fucking Mark Marin. We don't have to talk about comedy the whole time. But well, at who some are point, you guys? Yeah, exactly. Uh, when did you when did con- stand up start becoming a possibility or th- okay. a thing you were doing, or were you always thinking about it once you got to LA? Or no, I so I like truly it was like okay. So when I was in college, I had a friend who was doing stand up at Sam Syracuse. Oh, okay, no, no, a different guy. <laughs> And Sam Reddy, I don't know if I knew. I, I might have known. I got you, yeah. <laughs> did Sam, I know her? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll t- Sam, oh, tell is, me if we knew each other. I uh, don't think we did. This is a funny thing. Uh, quick thing. Uh, Lisa Traeger. Yeah. Uh, my wife, who isn't a comic, you know, uh, randomly a couple months ago, or maybe about a year ago now, she got she had a Facebook memory that was Lisa Traeger coming on her wall from 10 years ago saying, hey, it was great meeting you last night. It's cool to meet somebody from Cedar Rapids. Because Lisa... 10 years before that, went to Iowa State for like a semester, met my wife at a party. They bonded, never interacted again. And then holy shit, she sees this Facebook message. She's like, isn't this a fucking comedian? I was like, yeah, we watched her half hour. She's like, great. Oh, my God. That's and so it, crazy. It, it, did it, you tell Lisa about it? I did. And she didn't care. She that's, was like, oh, cool. Okay. Rad. She's a weird. great lady. But it's no, also, but that's so funny. It's also such a weird. It's like that thing, though. It's like, yeah. maybe, maybe you and Sam had a fucking weird evening. Maybe. Or a wonderful time. And then time goes by, and now you can be friends now. Yeah, it doesn't cool. matter. Your relationship's not built on that. It's, yeah, 
Anyway, um, so, okay, so you had a friend that was doing stand-up at Syracuse. Oh, yeah, and so I remember, and I knew that he did it, like, he also moved to L.A., and we, like, were still friends in L.A. Mm-hmm. Like, we lived around the corner from each other, and, like, I lived with people that I went to Syracuse with, and he lived with people that went to Syracuse, and so, like, we'd all hang out and sure. stuff. And um, I knew that he had, like, done comedy a couple times in L.A., too, mm-hmm. but he didn't do it that often. Yeah. Um, And so then he, um, so then I was, like, getting into podcasts and yeah. I would like listen to a fuck ton of podcasts because this is like around the time that like the boom Marin really and yeah. like you made it weird and yeah. like the Nerdist like all these podcasts were happening and like I think I was listening to Marin or something and like he was talking with someone that he like came up with and they were talking about open mics mm-hmm. and like the open mic circuit and just like and I like li- and then in the next episode it was another person like or a couple weeks later sure, with someone sure. and like all of a sudden I like realized that open mics were a thing yeah and I was like wait anybody could just go do comedy yeah. and I like had never even considered that before yeah. that like anyone could just show up and do it and so then I like it's... text my friend John and I was like yo what's this about comedy <laughs> and yeah. like can you tell me and he like sent me there was this website that still runs in los angeles called the comedy bureau yeah and yeah, yeah fantastic it saves like, my life every, open every time i go there and every show and i like saw the comedy bureau and i was like wow so all these open mics are things i could just show up to and so then me and john like made a plan to go mm-hmm. to an open mic together um, and then the night before we were going to go to an open mic together, I saw that there was a mic at this place called the Oyster House Saloon, which mm-hmm. was a block from my house. Oh, perfect. And so then I just like went by myself. Did and you I, tell like, John? No. <laughs> Look at you. And so Getting then, it in. Because I was like so scared to like yeah. do stand up for the first time, like in front of a, someone that I knew. Totally. But totally. I like did have this like wherewithal to be like doing comedy at an open mic doesn't matter like yeah. i don't because i know that, a lot yeah, of people important. who like when they're prepping for their first set will mm-hmm. spend like six months being like i'm gonna try stand-up comedy i yeah. have to get my set ready and yeah, like i yeah. didn't have that i had like two ideas for things that i wanted to talk about sure. like the way that i do open mics now which is still not good but <laughs> i guess but like the way i do shows now we're like well, i we, yeah well you you get booked we see it you know um I mean? but like the way that i like I just, like, had two ideas for things that I wanted to talk about that I thought were funny. And then um, I just, like, went to the Oyster House saloon and I, like, did them. <laughs> that's great. It's a house and a saloon. Exactly. But, no, that's uh, advice I give anybody right away, too, yeah. whenever I get asked. I'm like, as like, soon just, as you want to do it, just, just do it. get it up there. Yeah. But it was never, like, a long preamble for me. Like, I feel like from the day that I realized anyone could do stand-up comedy, I probably did my first mic, like, Less than a month later. I think that's awesome. And I, I think it's awesome is just knowing. I mean, it's just so funny to think about those podcasts. Yeah. And how yeah. many people that they pushed. Yeah. Out because the door, like, God, really. we're all a nightmare. Exactly. <laughs> now it's a fucking oh. hell of escape where nobody gets anything. Uh, but that's because that experience you were having in Los Angeles was the same thing we had in Des Moines at the same time, probably. Yeah. So that's what happened. It, and and it did that same thing. And I, what happened with me was, and we had, we've done a whole, because Reem and I, I don't know if you know this, we started comedy in Iowa together like fucking eight years ago. I didn't know that. And a we, month apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, 2011. And, nice. uh, <laughs> and literally what happened was I, I got an office job for the first time I could listen to podcasts. I did the same thing. I fell down the Marin Road and I heard him, they, he interviewed. Helen? Helen Mirren, yeah, the great pile. Lock the gates, she says. Uh, but I listened to an episode with, um, I believe it, somebody referenced uh, uh, the naked trucker, whatever that guy, I always forget his name. T-Bone. The yeah, naked not trucker. T-Bone. T-Bone the is. The guy from Iowa, though. Yeah, the naked trucker guy. He was in Freaks and Geeks. He was the janitor in Freaks and Geeks. 
Um, okay. I have whatever his Not name the is. janitor, the counselor. Counselor, yeah, the counselor. Yeah. The, hippie, the long dippy. hippie hair. Yeah. yeah. So I, he was either referenced on Marin or he was on Marin and he was talking and he said it was referenced that he started in Des Moines. And I was lit. I just, my wife had just got a job, but we just graduated college. We just got married. We were moving to Des Moines. And I was like, there's fucking comedy happened in Des Moines. And then I Googled it and found there was like a history. And like the guy that ran the grocery store on uh, Malcolm in the Middle, the big guy. Whoa. He's from Des Moines. Steve Higgins, who's J- Jimmy Fallon's announcer guy yeah. on the Night Show. They're brothers and they're from Des Moines. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's kind of like, I was going to say this when you were talking about from your hometown, there was John Hughes. Immediately yeah. I was like, oh, well, you can do stand-up comedy out of Des Moines. Yeah. And then fucking went to Mike's, met him, met Gideon Hambright, fucking... Uh, a couple oh months God. later, we, you meet Jack Comstock and Abby Rosequist because they would come from Omaha. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, this is the thing we do now. That's yep. so cool. And you're in L.A. doing the same kind of thing. Yeah. You know? It's just you got it's way like, better stage time probably. And I or way more, maybe not better, but more. More, more stage yeah. time. Yeah. Quicker probably. Because sure. like, I would say within like a month of starting, I was going up like four times a week yeah. or so. And I would like... I like met a couple people and they were like, oh, do you do anything before this? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, we just went to this mic and now we're at this mic and then we're going to this mic. And I was like, you do lots at a time? What are you talking about? I was like, two in one night? Are you crazy? We did. I remember in Des Moines one time, there was two sets in one night. Remember? It was uh, Vaudeville Ball, no, Vaudeville Muse and 4th Street. And afterwards, we went to like the fucking Fongs and we were like, (laughs) like could not believe we did eight minutes of comedy over two different rooms. You know, oh "Oh, my God. Well, we had the open circus. Yeah. The open circus. Every Thursday where it wound up. I mean, it was no oyster saloon, you know, but we were really The oyster house saloon really just holds a place in my heart. Yeah. That place is. Was there, okay, so. Something. And again, this is. Like a lot of people that I like do not go to that. Like that's like a a bad room. Oh, you're telling listeners now. If you're no, no, I don't even know if it exists i actually walked by it when i was in la like a month or two ago what you do give it a salute i gave it a salute (laughs) well because i was salute the saloon because i was like going by my old apartment Mm -hmm. and then it was right around the corner from there sure because i lived in the same apartment the whole time i lived in la oh cool wait um, do you still have friends that live there yeah oh so that's cool so you were actually going to visit it yeah yeah. not like just do like some sad walk where you're like i used to live up there when i had dreams (laughs) uh so that's cool um, so then i walked by it and it's like been it used to look like shit yeah. like it used and now it has like it still does but it has like a new window and like a funky <laughs> which probably means it got so bad that window broke that's and all like, it means but like and the awning yeah. is like like much sleeker now like it used to be like a kind of like fringed blue awning and now sure. it's like a sharp black awning oh cool and it was well, like it's fun you know yeah growth time goes on you know yeah. i'm sure your hair may be different since then too you know the you i've kept my hair pretty much the same so. uh well, you know we, we can all try something uh that's rad uh is there okay so i want to know what happened to that john guy is that, are they still doing stand-up oh so are you still friendly with he, them i still i would like could still text john probably i didn't see him when i was in town but okay. like i feel like if he came to new york we would hang out yeah is, are, is, um, is he still doing stand-up no okay because that's interesting i think and also he I mean, probably did stand-up like two or three more times isn't that weird that. though where you think because like i think yeah. about oh yeah how you, i thought mike kitzman this guy was famous because he'd been with standing like three months longer than me and now yeah. he and we're still friendly to this day and he still does comedy in iowa and stuff but it was like there was a time where like if you fucking asked me to loan you money i would have because i was like i'm learning everything from you oh, yeah. yeah and he was like a couple weeks ahead of me yeah yeah well the guy I mean, that got me into comedy uh, alexi sloboda yeah, yeah yeah the crazy russian yeah. like uh i only saw him like a couple times after i started that guy and it seemed like he was doing shit all the time yeah. before I started. That guy handed. Yeah. So I had listened to. We we're talking about the podcasting. I heard like Kanane talk shit about business cards on a podcast once, 
And so that, because of that, I'm like a month into comedy. I have no friends. This Alexi guy hands me his comedy business card and, and like, I go, nope. <laughs> I go, cool, and fucking throw it. Like I'm some Andrew Dice Clay bad boy hey. of comedy, you know? That's fucking, so funny. Oh, it's so stupid. I... Uh, Okay, so okay, so then you started doing comedy in LA and stuff like that. Yeah. Um now I'm interested in and we kind of breezed over it a little bit, the Britney Spears stuff like that. Uh are you with that stuff or have you always been very pop culture? I've always been very pop culture. Okay. Like I had a radio show in college called really? The Red Carpet Report on WJPZ FM, the beat of Syracuse, Z eighty nine. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're a good broadcast i couldn't figure um, it out yeah and so i was always and so i was like really into radio at Syracuse. that was another thing when i was in college no and i um i was i wanted to maybe be a radio broadcaster sure. so this was like me also just like trying to figure out like how to how i could talk a lot for yeah. money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> and fun so i honestly still would Did if you? like serious xm are you listening yeah <laughs> like, are you the and that's definitely um, a possibility that's a part that's a career path in this it'd be so cool comedy. Did you have, was this the kind of thing where you got to be yourself or did you have a fun DJ name? No. So I, well, okay. So I had DJ shifts where I just like did music and like talked in between songs a little mm. bit. And that was just like, but it was like a pop station. Yeah. Like it was a top 40 station. Sure. So it was like pretty programmed. Um, and then, um, let's see. So I did that and then. Um, I was also like I had a segment on a show called Orange State, which was yeah. like a news show every Friday afternoon. And that um, I would like sometimes co-host and sometimes um, I would usually do – God, there was like a couple different segments because that show like reorganized like a handful of times. Sure. But yeah. I was like involved with it for a while. Was that the Red Carpet Review? No, that was – Okay. A different show. Was that so, celebrity driven? And the, the Red Carpet Report was like an hour long celebrity <laughs> yeah, talk show. Yeah. Like, cele- like celebrity and pop culture news. And that started when I was a freshman. And so then this girl like Lauren Levine started it with another girl. I can't remember who. I think Michelle Buckwalter. But I can't remember if she was just a part of the station or someone else. Sure. Um, and well, Michelle I'm Buckwalter sure Me- still does radio in like Memphis. Oh, really? And, yeah. And then um, we love Memphis. Memphis totally. listeners. Yeah. Shout I out think Michelle. Memphis. I don't know. We still follow each other on like Instagram. That's but, okay. Um, and then um, they were both seniors. So when they graduated, they passed the show down to like me, Alyssa and Katie. Oh, cool. Um, who were like there and like sort of just, like helping out in the beginning. And mm-hmm. then we um, hosted it together, the three of us. Um, like the rest of the time I was at Syracuse, except for like a semester when I was gone. Um, like I did a semester in LA. That's like why I moved to LA because oh, I like sure. was familiar You've been with out it. There, yeah. And so, um, so yeah. But I still like talk to Alyssa. She lives in um, Hoboken. Oh, cool. And so we have like had drinks and stuff, or like I've gone to her apartment nice. before. Yeah. And then Katie lives in England. Oh shit! But um, she was back in town, and she's from Jersey. So like when she was in town like a month ago, we like all got brunch, and it was just like a real RCR reunion. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you get the itch. You fire up the mics. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Start interviewing people. In the I always I uh, Flatiron uh, District. At, was was the um, radio station, was that part of, like, was that part of the a major? Or was it, like, just a thing that was happening and you could do it, but it wasn't tied into your college Most and your students? Most of the people, well, my major was television, radio, and yeah. film. Oh, I, mean, I just and mean, so like, then, credited. Would you get credits for doing no, radio? Stuff? No, no, no. Okay. It was just, like, an extra activity, but okay. um, a lot of people, it was, like, mostly people from my major, yeah. you know? At um, uh, my community, I went to a community college first. It was Iowa Western Community College. And we had 89.7 The River. Yeah, I like to think every college is a community. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, we that was 
a, 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 the community college, one of the main, because, you know, like a lot of times it's just like university transfer. But one of the things you could go there to do was be a, a broadcaster. And so like, yeah, uh, I did. Uh, I try, I thought about that for a second. Same thing. I thought about that for a minute to be a radio DJ. I picked my DJ I think every name. comedian at one point or another thought about doing exactly. broadcasting. A radio and then there's people like Toll, our friend Toll uh, from the Let's Ruin Our Childhood podcast back in Owen. That's what he did was deep broadcasting or DJing for a long time. Or I mean, he did the college uh-huh. aspect of it. And then uh, Ben Herman. The Bong show or the Bong commercials. Oh, yeah. Now he's a Bong <laughs> commercial guy. Um, he's a voiceover for a, a Bong commercial. Do you, wow, that's very exciting. Do you feel like that? Being ha- talking on the radio, how often was it? Was it a weekly or daily? Or um, it was weekly. Okay. Do you feel like that helped? Do you, you change your voice when you do it? No, I just like we would just talk about celebrity news, and we had like a, it was like very structured. We had segments. We had a rundown. Mm-hmm. We would like get in early and like come up with like we would like go through and like figure out all the topics we wanted to talk about that week. And how, we had like oh, segments. It was weekly. Yeah, that's rant. So we yeah. had like segments like um, couples where we talk about celebrity couples, makeup, breakup. You know the whole. Do you thing. ever? <laughs> was there ever like? Like I can only imagine. Was there ever like, oh my god, this happened? We can't wait to write the show. You know, like oh yeah, there Angelina was like and stuff. Brad killed each other or something like that. Yeah, what yeah, was, yeah. Do you, do, was there anything that stood god, out? That I was can't the biggest remember. One? I remember there being certain music videos that premiered that were like a huge mm, fucking yeah. deal. There was this like, um, Call Me Maybe came out during sure, that time, sure, yeah. and it what was a, like changed the world. No, not the song Call Me Maybe. There was like Call Me Maybe came out, but the reason it became super popular is because Justin and Selena made that like at home music video to it and sure, put it on yeah. YouTube and that <laughs> and like Ashley Tisdale was in it and oh, like yeah. um one guy from like Big Time Rush on Nickelodeon. For sure, yeah. The guy I want to And like that I could still probably do all of the like nonsense dance moves that yeah. they're doing where they're like bopping around in front of their like like laptop like photo booth camera. Sure, sure, yeah. One time I saw, I read like, you know, like a positive quote about something about like art or something and I read it and I was like, that's fucking great. And then and it was Justin Bieber. No, it was one of the guys from Big Time Rush. It was like Eddie from Big Time Rush. And I was like, that's who's Jesus firing Christ. me up these days. I thought it was Kendall from Big Time <laughs> Rush. I was just like, Jesus Christ. When uh, I did PR, I had to do a red carpet with Kendall from Big Time Rush. Nice, nice, nice. It was pretty weird. <laughs> when you were doing uh, stuff out there, uh, it, it, through all of these different jobs and stuff like that, um, when did you start getting the turn to being like, I think I'm just going to be just a comedian? Or... This is the route, and and maybe this uh, chasing this this ladder that you were on and stuff like that. When did you get to the point where you're like stand up's the most important thing? Well, I feel like I or maybe not or stand up because you know, I comedy. was like because I like moved there for one thing, and mm-hmm. I like kind of within like four months was like that was stupid. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like I'm in a lot of debt. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, was yeah, yeah. All a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then I feel like, cause I was like bopping around between jobs for just like kind of a long time. Mm-hmm. And then when I was working in PRs, when I started doing stand up, and mm-hmm. then from then on, I was kind of like jobs are day jobs. Sure. I don't know. Like, like I still like having a job. Like I really like my job now and I like do social media and like copywriting and stuff. Sure. And I feel like that is like really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's also like kind of comedy ish cause I, my job like wants me to write like funny copy. Yeah. yeah. And so then that's like fun. But like if tomorrow someone was like, Hey, I need you to go open for me for three weeks on the road. It's probably not as bad to be like, hey, I'm going to lose this job because I got a real career thing happening, right? Maybe I'm right. Well, it's Or you'd be like, it'd be more of a conversation. It would be more of a conversation yeah. because also if it was like, if someone wanted me to open for them for three weeks, Maybe, I, I guess be that's like, a bad example. But... I'd be like, oh, that is tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it was then, only like a month and you get like a bunch of money, you could be like, or a bunch of prestige out of it. Yeah. That's how I don't like, a, yeah. If I, if, if it was like, would you do like late night? Mm-hmm. 
and you had to fly to LA right now and if you like don't go to work tomorrow you'll get fired I yeah. would like go yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> I guess I kind of explained it wrong but that's how I always think with as soon as because I moved to New York I had been doing comedy for a couple years but I moved here I consider myself pot invested so yeah. I've never been able to let a job I can't let a job control right. what I'm doing but also I finally got to the point where I have a job that's really great uh, and yeah. they kind of understand my point of view on it so like when yeah. I go on the road for a month they're like you'll have a job when you get back don't worry that's about awesome. it you know um, and I think that's I an wish important, I could have that. That's like an important mix, I think, to find. Yeah, like I do like my job right now, and mm-hmm. I like also like want to like grow with the company. But then there's also like stand up is, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. There's like there's like a whole thing of like I also don't want to be like I don't know, just like fifty years old and like fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> what yeah. have I done? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and a lot of that is like that's why and everybody's very different. Like yeah. with you doing electrician, you have like an actual career and you have your stand up as a separate career. So you're doing two full careers, uh, which I think has got to be daunting. Whereas like, I feel like I have a, my career is stand up and comedy and writing. And then I also just do this. I literally, it's a, a job. day job. It's a yeah. day job. Yeah. And it has, and it's a day job that I'm good at and that I, it makes my brain. Okay. Whereas like I couldn't be a waiter or a waitress or any, or obviously. A waiter yeah. That'd be so man. exhausting. But I, like, I couldn't do that. That's just not how my brain works. You know? Yeah. I couldn't do sales over the phone or anything like that. I have to do a job like this. Um, when you started comedy out there, is there are there people that you literally started with at those first couple of mics that you're still friends with that are still doing it to this day and stuff like that? Yeah. Or people I'm that you met think, right away? Yeah, there's like people. I mean, there's still like a lot of people in LA that I'm like still really good friends with That's who cool. I like met at mics. And, and you go stuff out and I was still, brand new. you go visit LA and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, you ever I do anything like in Chicago? Yeah, whenever I'm home, I do shows. I'm not going to do shows when I'm home for the holidays this year because. I don't know. Like, when you do shows over the holidays, it kind yeah. of, like, there's so many people who, like, started in Chicago or from Chicago or back in town yep, trying to do sure. shows. And there's me being like, I'm in town three times a year and I want to do your show too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm part of, like, some, like, reunion thing that I'm just, like, like, I know. It's weird because I know a lot of the comedians now, like, mm-hmm. especially because I've lived in L.A. and New York. Yeah. So it's, like, most of the comedians that started in Chicago and then moved to L.A. or New York, I'm friends with. Yeah. And then I see them back in Chicago and it's cool. But then it's like, oh, you're like really reconnecting with a lot of people and you yeah. see me a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's I like, cool. that, yeah. Sorry to intrude. I'm going to go do my spot now. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, but I like going back there and like, it's like nice that I can go home for a week and like see my parents just like out of the blue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like nice to like pick a week in March mm. where I'm like, I'm going to come home this week and I'll like hang out with you guys during the day and I'll go do spots and at night. And then like, night, yeah. yeah. That's what's funny because, like, uh, since I started in a place I didn't live, I, I still have other than I, now we don't have any connection to Des Moines other than friendship there and stuff. So yeah. whenever I go back to the Omaha area where I grew up, I can always do some random shows. I can always have fun like that. And I have enough friends from, like, high school. And the scene's small Oh, enough. yeah. I can also, like, yeah. pack out rooms because yeah. I have all people exactly. that I grew up with who are like, we yeah. want to watch you do comedy. Like, yeah. a, year, a year ago this week uh, was when I was last December. Uh, I was back from my sister's wedding. And I was like, I just want to find some random ass show. What's going on? And turns out Martin Urbano was doing a show oh, in nice. Lincoln. So then I just get to go hang out with Martin Lincoln. And so it's that same thing. It's all the comics from the Omaha area that I met back in the day. Martin, who I love. Yeah. And then just fucking my family, my friends from high school, uh, our yeah. podcast fans came out to it and stuff. It was like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. But whereas if I was from Chicago, you're like, well, there's 10,000 fucking people here. You know, it'd yeah. be such a harder thing to do. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so tough. Weird. But then it's also, yeah, I do have like a lot of friends and family from like my neighborhood and stuff that like whenever I've shows in Chicago, like really want to come out. Yeah. And that gets like kind of intimidating because I'm always just like, you guys just like not be the whole audience. Like sure. I want, I'm like, <laughs> like Chicago audience are so fucking fun and mm-hmm. you guys 
are like really overtaking that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're, I mean, it's a different experience when you got to do stuff in front of people that you've known your whole fucking yeah. life or something. It, it's a different, like I can do well in front of a crowd because I'm making a crowd laugh, but it's different when I got to make a bunch of cousins laugh. Like you guys have known it's me my whole weird life. weird because I feel like a lot of my like stuff is like, I feel like I have like a weird point of view and like a weird inflection and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my family just like knows that I talk like that. So yeah. then it's like my jokes like aren't always as funny to them. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I get that. Or uh, they know when I'm lying. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> that's my, one time I, I did a joke once where I, I said something about my mom and my mom was in the audience and she just goes, no. <laughs> like, fair okay yeah. uh, mom's in the audience yeah, hello. we could do without them yeah our first show the first stand-up show my mom I, was his first heckler my first oh heckler, my god it was the first stand-up show i ever did i fucking didn't know i got either hammered. of us yeah I, yeah both of us i got hammered and then went downstairs at where the show was and found a comics drink for free downstairs so i spent like 30 dollars to get drunk then went downstairs then had to go on stage and I made some joke, and his mom was in the front. Where I was like, "Ah, uh-uh, ah!" and just immediately started coming at me, and I didn't know who she was. And I was oh just like, "I'm sorry, lady. I can't. Okay, I guess I'll figure this out." I packed that room out. Yeah, you crushed, buddy. That was a good yeah. night. Uh-huh. It was a good show. You know, we still talk about it. Uh, okay, so what's your now? Are there things that you go back to now? You kind of you said something earlier that I liked about how you kind of defined yourself later on with the things that you enjoyed, like yeah. with Brittany and stuff like that. Are there other things like that now? Like you go back, like, will you like the way I love turning on a, uh, like I was talking about Rocco's modern life at the top of the show. Uh, do you ever do that now and go back to things from when you were a kid and be like, I'm going to do a deep dive into some shit that either you were into or you weren't into. Is that a thing you do or, um, I or mean, you- there's like certain shows that are just like comfortable that I like watched a lot when I was a kid. Like I'm still like, like I'll like watch Friends on Netflix, sure, just yeah. like in the background. Not for I, long. Like, watched, no, they brought, I, it back. they brought it back for another year at least. Oh, they wow. paid like it. they paid like fucking ten million dollars. People something. were freaking the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would have yeah. been. Fine, I was surprised but, yeah. by all that, you know. And there's like shows that I'll rewatch, uh-huh. like randomly. Like I'm trying to think of like Desperate Housewives. I watched yeah. a lot when I we had like a whole crew. Yeah, I remember that. Watched that. Desperate Housewives yeah, that was together. Uh, that was that appointment television. Incredible. Yeah, that was the first. Oh, we had like a legit like neighborhood group, and we would like hang out and watch it. Yeah. That was the yeah, first. Yeah, that's one of the bad things or about streaming or yeah. how everything's streamed now. Yeah. It's really changed. That's like, like why The Bachelor still exists because that's like one of the only shows that people like hang out to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's no more event like uh, yeah. season finales or whatever. I can remember Lost Parties. Yeah. You know, and like, uh, I mean, unless you want to plan like, hey, the new season of Whatchamacallit drops. Yeah. People don't even out. have like real TV anymore. Like I yeah. like couldn't even watch a show when it's on. We totally. don't have TV. We have like just internet so mm-hmm. then we like can stream stuff to our tv yeah but, like i can't like watch a tv show when it's on yeah you gotta wait till the next day yeah which That's- is really hard when like it's something like game of thrones or something you just oh, have yeah, to I don't be like watch it oh i can't look at my phone for yeah 24 hours there's a thing with uh, i watch my show sunday nights when bob's burgers are always on i love bob's burgers but we didn't have for a long time we didn't have any access to television like that like you're saying yeah and so uh, when I didn't work, when I didn't have a job, I would just stay up every night till 3 a.m. because I knew at Hulu would drop the new episode at 3 a.m. Yeah. And, and and I'd watch it then. And now it's kind of funny because uh, we, my wife and I would go in and out of getting something because like we had Sling for a while, which yeah. is a live television. Yeah. Now we have a direct TV feed that's a live television and it's like an app and everything. But so now I literally find myself like the scrub, I'll watch yeah. an episode of Scrubs and a weird that's thing. That's why I got Sling yeah. is because I hate Finding something to watch, yeah, and it's so much easier to just turn oh, it, I'm turn it to this. something. Yeah, I was watching like, an episode. Starting of, a thing is a commitment. Like, I, w- I was watching a uh, an episode because this happens a lot with when like on Comedy or Comedy Central they're having The Office or something or yeah. TBS has The Office on, but the two episodes that are on 
aren't and it's like one from season four, one from season eight or something. Yeah. You can't so do that. I watched an episode. I, the other day I finished an episode and it ended naturally. And then the next episode that starts immediately because like the credits are even all together. Yeah. Actually, the next episode is the second part of the episode where uh, uh, she propo- he proposes and everything. So it's like, I was supposed to be on this whole emotional ride this whole time and now I'm just thrown into the emotion. And you're <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus no Christ. Sense. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Um, I want to, okay, so we talked, we talked about snacks. We talked mm-hmm. about television, stuff like that. What about video games? Did that ever fuck with you? You ever have any? I had like, like PS2. Okay. Um, but we, and I just like played, I feel like my mom got it for me and my brother and then my mm-hmm. brother like, that just was like, it, it was like his thing. Yeah, sure. And like I would play, Total um, brother move. we also like weren't really allowed to play any like, um, fighting games or yeah. anything, like shooting games. So the only ones we had for the most part were like racing games. Yeah. So I would play those like, like Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Yeah. Um, Splashdown, um, SSX Tricky. Yeah, oh, that's a those fun Those kind of games. A lot of people don't know Splashdown. I feel like that game was like the I've most impactful. I've never heard impactful. of Splashdown. Every time I talk about it, no one's heard of it. It's like the same thing as SSX Tricky, but with jet skis. Oh, oh, oh all right. And you just okay. like race on jet skis in these circles and like these like crazy courses. So I remember and you like jet do tricks Moto. on the jumps. Jet Moto was earlier though, wasn't it? Wasn't that PS1? Like the first PS1? Yeah. yeah. My, uh, my wife loved it uh, because. She uh, loved uh, Gran Turismo. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Gran Torino is a different thing, I think. Oh, I yeah, said Gran Turismo. That's an Eastwood movie. That's like a horrific movie, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Gran Turismo, uh, my wife's AOL screen name was like... Rever- and she's not a gamer at all, but it was like reverse or something because that's what she was known for when we got to college. She would... They, everybody would play Gran Turismo whenever she started hating She's it. Like she just started driving backwards. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was like a nickname for her for a minute. And that's when we first met and started dating. That's People would so be like, funny. hey, reverse. And I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, you know? Uh, and then I downloaded her, like one of the new, like on Xbox, I downloaded like one of the newest racing video games. And she was like, I never liked these fucking things. What are you talking about? I used to drive backwards at them. She's like, don't you remember? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty wild. Never, uh, I've never been a fan of racing games because I suck at them. Yeah, yeah. I liked F-Zero. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The Super Nintendo game? That was a really fun one. You watch uh, uh, what's some of the movies. I always like to know like the movies that you oh, owned yeah. as a kid. That you watched way too many times. Is there any movies that you like remember every? It sounds like you. I mean, the, the Parent the Trap. Hughes I would know like every single the, word. The Steve Martin one. The, Steve no, that's Martin. cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, what the fuck? Parent? No. Are you talking about the oh, little parent. Lindsay Lohan one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Parenthood. Parenthood. Oh, okay. yeah. Parenthood. This is Steve Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that makes sense. Okay. Parent. The Parent Trap, not the Lindsay Lohan version, but the uh, Haley Mills. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, oh. we, we were kids. We had a tape with all of. There was like three of those, and they're like t- made for TV and stuff. And, yeah. And one because like there's the original one from like the '60s where she's a little girl. But yeah. then in the 80s or early 90s, they made a bunch of TV movies where Haley Mills is like an old lady. Yeah. And it's her daughters and it's Tori from Saved by the Bell. Oh, my God. Who's a triplet. But on Saved by the Bell, it was just one of them, you know? Yeah. Uh, but she was... And it was so surreal and so weird. And I watched those all the time. So then when the Lindsay Lohan came out, I fucking saw it in the theater. <laughs> and it's like a fucking 16, 17-year-old boy because I was like, oh, my God. I love this, this my whole film. life. film. I yeah. love good... I, I'm I've a sucker for about any body swap movie that's ever been I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. seen the Haley Mills one, but yeah. like... I really like that the Lindsay Lohan one is like a definitively like improved remake. Yeah. It's yeah. like this is what remakes are supposed to be. It's when Jamie you like Lee take is great. a fun yeah. idea and you improve it. You're the, uh, no, that's Freaky Friday. That's Freaky Friday. Which is also oh, the same kind of thing okay. where it yeah. was a movie when I was a kid. My mom. Yeah. Because my mom loved when she was a I kid. Loved, loved Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday and loved. So then she had the tapes and then we watched them. Yeah. And 
then I feel the exact same way where Freaky Friday came out with Lindsay Lohan. I was like, this is pretty good too. And there was yeah. also a Disney Channel Freaky Friday that came out like a, like pre- between the two. Like probably like in yeah, 99 Yeah, that one had something. a different it, 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 name it, though, it, right? The original with Jodie Foster. The original was Jodie Foster, but then there was a Disney Channel movie with a girl, maybe like Jenna Malone or something, or like some, maybe Dominic Swain, one of those era actresses. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought it was really great, but it oh, had, there was the one where the two sisters switched. Maybe that that's different. That was Wish Upon thing. a Star. And that Wish Upon Catherine a Star. Heigl. With Catherine Heigl. Yeah, fuck yeah, I saw that. Didn't the Olsen twins have a uh, switcheroo? Yeah, they had. Uh, it takes two. No, but they never switched bodies. They didn't switch bodies by, but they switched. Oh, that's places. the one with Gutenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one with Gutenberg. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there was Billboard Dan, which I think had a different. I plot, loved but, Billboard yeah, Dan. A lot of a lot of Olsen. I movies. would know a lot of yeah. Those I. Uh, know a lot of <laughs> I, I New York it. Minute that was the I uh, watched that um, okay it's on Netflix right now it just came on Netflix <laughs> yeah. and I watched it I would say two weeks ago when I was sick and it is so fucking good yeah? I love that movie so much and I love is it, it now is Eugene Levy in it I think right? yeah Eugene yeah. Levy's in it and There's, uh, I kept on making references to it the other day because me and my friend are writing this script and I like Kept on making references to him the truant as a truant officer, and she was like, "I just don't get. I've never seen the movie. I don't yeah. get these." And I was like, "Well, Officer Lomax, that's yeah. a funny." Reference. They had a whole run of uh, those uh, young adult. Uh, teen yeah, they went to comedies. a different country every time. Yeah, like when, uh, uh, my. Well, I mean, they had like just one of the guy, or not just one of the guys, the Amanda Bynes. Oh, oh she's yeah, the yeah, man. she's the man. She's yeah. the man. There and you and go. Amanda Bynes is back. Yeah, did you fucking read that great. interview? Did yeah. you weep? Yeah. I did. <laughs> I thought it was a great interview, and also it was around like. Uh, there was the uh, the Lena Dunham one that I oh, read on the, the same day. I like yeah, and I was bored. The Lena, I was like, I and I'm I don't I couldn't be finish a the hater, Lena Dunham one. I, I was just like, I was like, I'm bored to death. And then that fucker, I saw that one pop up, and I'm like, I don't. And technically, I'm more invested in Lena Dunham than I ever was of Amanda Bynes personally. Yeah, but I like want to see Amanda Bynes succeed. It. Yeah, yeah, it was such a better so story. So fucking bad. Okay, when that yeah. So the, I read the Lena Dunham one during the day at work, and yeah. then I had a show right over here, at like Starlight Bar mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that night. And I was like, it was raining, and I got off the train, and like right then, I was like scrolling through Instagram, and I saw that someone had Instagrammed the cover, yeah, being like Amanda Bynes is our cover star this month. Like, read her full interview link in bio, and then I had to like I was running late, so I had to like go out outside and walk to this show and so I like couldn't read on my phone while it was raining so as soon as I walked into the bar I like said hi to the host and they're like oh yeah blah, blah, blah. and I was like no, I really don't want to talk right now I want to read this article <laughs> like, I was like I've been waiting this entire walk from the train to like read this fucking waiting article. years <laughs> there is something I really like about things like that because social media obviously is crazy sometimes and with fucking uh Trump I'm sorry we're against Trump I don't know where you yeah. stand but uh <laughs> disagree please yeah. delete this we uh <laughs> delete this podcast I don't so- want to be a part of it <laughs> There's so many times where the biggest shit happened, like the the um, the Senate con- uh, hearings and confirmations. We're all taking that in together, so it's yeah. really interesting when it's something like a Lena Dunham or Amanda Bynes that also we're all taking in together, and yeah. it's not. I mean, the stakes are different, and it's more of a human story and stuff. It, it there's something about that that I kind of really like when me and then like uh my friends from high school and like m- like my sister and like other comics yeah. and then also the just the ladies in my office we're all taking in the same thing that has nothing to do with politics it's just human interest stories and stuff I really like that. I feel like I'm such a dork for pop culture shit that like the idea that sometimes celebrity profiles still go viral is like very good to me yeah, like I really yeah. like that like a well-written like GQ sit down mm-hmm. can like be a trending topic on Twitter. Yeah. And like, I like when it's also like that Amanda yeah. Bynes one felt real. Yeah. And then you read like Lena Dunham just wrote now another apology and the whole time you're reading it you're like well this just stinks. 
This smells like yeah. it was it was so formulaic. It's just like, why is she still not canceled? Yeah, <laughs> like, why yeah, are we yeah. still doing this it's with so, her? It's, it's like so interesting. That paragraph in the cut article where she's like talking about like all of the things she's gotten, like where the yeah. writer lists the, a paragraph of like things that Lena Dunham has gotten in trouble wrong. for. Yeah. And it's like, this is very annoying to yeah. read. And I, <laughs> as a person who, and I never went to film school, so I don't know this yeah. and that, you know, but I really enjoyed uh, Little Tiny Furniture when it came out. I never saw and, it. And I was like, and I saw it like early because it was right when I, I think it was maybe, it must have been before I moved to New York, but that's when I saw it. And I, it was before Girls and I was just like, this, I really like this. I really, and so I kind of immediately was like, I'm rooting yeah. for her. And it's just every step of the way just fucking knocked it See, down. And you know? I, I went back and watched Olive Girls recently and I yeah. did really like it. But I remember when the very first episode came out, I watched it and mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this. Because yeah. I remember because it was when I was working in TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I like had. um, OK, so like the episode came out and it was like big news. Like yeah. th- that episode dropped and like. People watched it and were talking about it all over the place. Mm. I mean, maybe I felt more because I was in, in LA the at the industry, time. Yeah. And so it, but it would like made waves. Like yeah. everyone watched it. Was it was a big thing. And in that first episode, she's like sitting down to dinner with her parents and like screaming at them because they're not going to pay her bills anymore. Yeah. And like, I remember afterwards, I like was at work and I like remember hearing like an executive or someone being like, yeah, it was just like really int- like this is, this show is going to be huge. Like hearing, um, like a, you know, early twenties girl talking about, what it's actually like finally an early 20s girl written by an early 20s girl and this is what they're like and yeah. I, I remember being like this is not what we're like this is yeah. not i'm not like that <laughs> totally totally i feel the same i i like i, I really totally was agree. mad that i was like well now she like that thing where she's like i think it might be the voice of a generation it's like she was the voice of a generation and she was like saying the wrong thing yeah, and, and there it's was such so a, annoying there i really do feel like there was and i don't want to criticize i will watch the first couple seasons and then we dropped off and i will finish it at some point but it i was feel good I, I did when i went back and yeah. watched it like sort of like removed yeah. i liked it but when i was watching as it a, as i haven't as, seen anything with adam driver in that i didn't like so. yeah he's well he's yeah. great he's yeah. fantastic uh-huh uh, I felt like there was a dr- there was like a a joke that was being missed in there, where I feel like yeah. there was a lot of irony that I felt like people were like viewers like that like the person in your office right they weren't seeing that and then they weren't pushing that hard enough. It's like the thing yeah. with I've heard people talk about like with like, somebody like Andrew Dice Clay. If you're watching that, you could be like, "Ooh, look at him uh, uh, lampooning this character." But right. also the people that he's lampooning fucking love him and think he's rad as shit and that he being a misogynist asshole is a cool thing. So you're like, right. well, right. That's- you got to spell it out way more or set or just knock off. I don't know. Yeah. That's I a definitely- conversation for uh, yeah. Joe Rogan or some shit. Some other fucker can talk about that. Yeah. Um, Goddamn. Uh, that's it. We did great. <laughs> Yeah, I think we did good. This is van- Hell I, yeah. I was so nerd. I literally spent the whole fucking day walking around the city. I was at the top of the Empire State Building hours ago. Did you spend Ready to jump there? off or what? I was thinking about it, you know. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but I just feel like I did so much in the last couple of days. So I, I was, I, you guys were great. Fantastic guests on the show today, Ashley. Thanks. Uh, tell the listeners. Now, these are our NFers. That's what we call them. You know? Okay. Uh, Nostalgic fronters. You get it. Uh, <laughs> let them know where they can find you on the internet. Oh, yeah. Um, they love you. They're already on board. I hope so. Um, there, my met Ashley Ham on Instagram and Twitter. Ashley and then Ham with three M's. Okay. So A S H L E Y H A M M M. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and then you get your podcast and your I oh yeah IG show. The podcast is hold on one second. We're talking about Britney Spears, and you can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, anywhere that like that stuff just like kind of ends up somehow. I don't know who put sure, it there. Like yeah. Stitcher, yeah. And, like mm-hmm. um, like pl- FM player. Like you guys. 
Yeah, you Google. We Google our. It's so funny. When we I started, don't know how it ends up there, but you can find it in most of those places. Yeah. I think. When we started our podcast, you used to Google the terms "the nostalgic front," and it was always ads for uh, either a nightgown. That oh was my God. like a nostalgic front. Or <laughs> for houses that are for sale and their porches were described as a nostalgic, nostalgic front. front. Uh-huh. That's so funny. And then as time's gone on, now it's like that shit. Like Last FM. What the yeah, fuck Last is that? Yeah, Last FM. It's like, I don't know what that po- is. Pod knife. You just go on there and it's all of our fucking episodes. And I didn't do that. You know, we don't know. Yeah. But you know, however people are listening. I mean, I think there's like a URL code that people can like input into any of these. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how yeah. it gets there, but I know that it's there it's magic you know we're really yeah. doing it and, and i hope you're listening on all of them magic. and listeners if you are listening right now if you're an in-effort go uh subscribe to that put it on your stuff however you listen to podcasts go get that yeah. one uh have fun with that and then uh your uh our talk show is is it oh, random yeah, or just, does it have a well season one is on my instagram okay. and um on igtv like you can click that little bubble the below my thing. picture and then um season two is coming out um soon cool I don't know when. Sick. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, guys. That's just uh, you guys uh, interviewing people at uh, grocery stores and street corners, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's good. That's, <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I've caught a couple. Yeah. Man, Instagram's changing everything. Changing it is. Game. Changing have, the game. I literally think, I, I when Instagram, because I like Instagram, I love the photos. I've been in since day one because I never got into Vine and I was afraid of missing Isn't out. Isn't it weird how they yeah. got rid of like the some of the filters with like the... Did Board, they? The big old borders. Oh like yeah, I never liked the borders. Oh, I remember I like that. If you go like way deep in my yeah. Instagram, all the pictures are just like my dog with like sepia tone and like yeah. a giant border. That's uh, everything back then. I'll judge sepia tone, giant border. I'll judge. So I like seventies or whatever. I uh, what I think is funny is Mayfair. Always, I never, I never got into. Uh, uh, I never started making stories. I just missed. I'm too stupid, and I never. And I was like, I haven't figured it out. And I like making videos, throwing them up on uh, other things, you know, Facebook and stuff, but. I have one. Wa- I think the Facebook stories is the most interesting shit. I, really? Yeah. Like Reem, you really do a fucking a number on him and stuff like that. Uh, 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 Ian Fidens, his Instagram stories are fucking crazy. Oh, Instagram uh, stories, I do. That's uh, what Facebook I'm stories. Oh I no, Facebook touch. stories. That's I not think what I meant. That's so weird. If I misspoke, <laughs> yeah. nobody's ever done a Facebook story. That's not on purpose. You know, those are videos of your shoes and stuff, trying to make sure your camera works. Yeah. Uh, but Instagram stories, I think it's so interesting. And at some point, I'm gonna fucking figure it out. Oh, I, yeah. I'm gonna start doing them. Because I, I just, I loved, and I haven't seen the talk show yet, but I love yeah. that idea of quick content, like a content for like, yeah. but doing it like that. Cause that's when I intake it. When I'm at work and I got 10 minutes, I don't have time to go to fucking watch a show or something. Yeah. But I can see what Dewey Lovett's been doing over the past three, you know, three hours yeah. and here it's fucking rad, you know? I Andrew love, like, Cossertano's got, uh, fantastic, right? Yeah. yeah. Boy, Instagram's he, great. He finds some new app that you never heard of. Yeah. And then he, fucking does whatever he does with it and it's hilarious it's crazy that's yeah. that's a plug for instagram they're our sponsor today on instagram <laughs> honda i believe you guys don't know about instagram check it out yeah uh reem where can the listeners find you on the internet uh you can find me on instagram at reemcore <laughs> that's r-e-a-m-k-o-r-e in fact you can find use that handle to find me anywhere else uh also second friday of each month we got half the bricks comedy how the brick how the brick yeah and that precious metal that's suff- this weekend that's friday suck attach wow, that's wow. right and then uh, check out 1994, the podcast. Wrapping it up, baby. That's right. Coming out strong. But you can go back and listen from the beginning. Hashtag wrapped up. Yeah, baby. Spotify. Uh, listeners, you can follow me at Patrick Casey. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-S-T-A-E, PatrickCasey.com for all upcoming shows and dates. Uh, if you're listening to this the day it came out, uh, this Thursday at Union Hall, uh, maybe you heard a little ad for it in the middle, uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol live reading and sing-along. Uh, I'm very stoked about it. 10 p.m. Uh, $8 in advance, $10 a day of the show. Uh, fantastic comedians on it. Uh, come to that. It'll be, it's gonna be a goddamn blast. 
Uh, uh, get on the Patreon. Follow us on all the shit. Tell your friends. Be cool. Happy holidays. Cool. And remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. <laughs> Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.